Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which senior are you going to miss the most? That is on our YouTube page right now. So I went with Joe Milton, the third junior Esquire senior, uh, Prince, uh, Ramel Keaton, Jacob Warren, Aaron Beasley. All right. So what is your vote? And if you say anybody but Jacob Warren, I'm I'm just going to come to the screen and be really mad at you. These are people out of eligibility. We know they can't come back next year. Right, as and person, say Jacob Warren, because I love Jake. As a person, I want to miss Jacob Warren the most. I, I love Jacob Warren, but honestly, in terms of what Tennessee means on the field, I think Tennessee is going to miss Aaron Beasley the most. Like, okay. significantly so. Okay, now the, the right now, when we look at the poll, it's Ramel Keaton 30%, Jacob Warren 30%, Aaron Beasley. Now Beasley jumps up to 36%, Joe Milton third. It's 9% of the vote. Give me the last time that Tennessee's fan base said, I'm ready for that quarterback to get the H out of the door. And I'm asking you because you, you, you have a, you, you have your finger on the pulse of the fan base. So I want you to answer this instead of me. I think Tennessee fans were very excited about Jonathan Crompton after Eric Ainge graduated. They liked what Eric Ainge did. But there was a lot of excitement behind Jonathan Crompton in 2008, Dave, before everything went to hell. Okay. I I know a lot of background there. I'm I'm not ashamed to say so now. I was very close to the Crompton family. I think there were a lot of things at play behind the scenes. I think it it turned them bitter to the university. But all that being said, he ended on a good note with a win over Georgia and then closed out the senior season. There's not that ending. I'm sorry. You can throw for 500 yards against Vanderbilt. That doesn't care. That doesn't matter. No, it, th- that ending's out there. I'm saying in general, though, it, it, this is the most extreme case of what you're bringing up. You're absolutely right. Another close one. But again, it's because of Nico waiting in the wings. Another close one, though, Dave, I will say, I was three. But I can, I'm a history major. So one of the things I do as a history major is I actually don't just study what happened. I study what was going through the minds of people when that happened and how and what the thought process was. So I know what you were thinking in 1991, Dave, better than you know what you were thinking in 1991. Probably. 
1991, I can tell you exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking girls. I was a junior <laughs> in high school. Um. Oh, man. And, the, and there was no internet. So the work to try to watch porn at that time had to be really difficult. I don't know about all that. I'm just saying oh, okay, I like sure. the interaction uh, with the ladies. All right. So what I was going to say um, was uh, you, when, you were a Tennessee fan. I know that. And yes. when you were watching Andy Kelly, you were enjoying that last year with Andy Kelly, but you were definitely like, I cannot wait to see what Heath Schuler does when he takes over next year. Because everybody there wasn't that recruiting coverage. That's there was I, I got your... I got I've got press clippings though. I've got press clippings. Everybody was excited about Heath Schuler going into 1992 because everybody knew he had the most special athletic ability of any quarterback they had ever seen. Okay, I'm not arguing that, but I like girls at 16. And I didn't know who Tennessee's next quarterback was going to be. I was not that into it. But I see your point. Everybody's excited about the next quarterback. but And that's Nico. But the simple fact is people aren't excited about Joe Milton potentially coming back, which he can't. He doesn't have any eligibility left because he wasn't very good. If Joe Milton had another year of eligibility left, Hypo would have named Nico the starter this year, I think. Just to go ahead and move forward and not have the not have to have that competition because we all know Nico was going to be better long term. Nico's just that good. He's going to be that good. You're asking me what what are, what's comparable? Joe Milton to Nico Lee? Yeah, no one's going to miss Joe Milton because they're excited about Nico. We were, we like Joe Milton. We respect him. But uh, if you're a Tennessee Do fan, we? you like Joe. I think Tennessee fans like. Do Joe we? Milton. I think they I think they wanted him to have a good year. They really did. They really rooted for him. But it just didn't work out the way it wanted to. Had a decent year. Had a decent enough year. And I think they see it as a good transition year, but it's a transition year. So guess what? Do we respect him for what he did? Do you not like him? Do we? No, I don't dislike him. Like and respect's another thing. But I I mean, he he sidelined Tennessee's program for a year. I don't think he sidelined it. I don't don't think Tennessee was going to do any better or worse this year, honestly. Okay, here here my thoughts. I, I, I think that he had... A glass ceiling. He was gonna say he wasn't a good fit for Josh Heupel's offense. He didn't read the ball. He didn't read quickly, process quickly, get the ball out quickly. He wasn't accurate. I thought that in August. I thought that he would really limit what Tennessee could do offensively. So, do I respect him for showing up and being a man? Uh, y- y- yeah, but it was just because he got lucky. You should almost respect the situation more than you should respect the person. What's he supposed to do? Lay back on the couch during spring practice and not do anything? He did the best he could with his opportunity. And yes, I guess I respect that. But there are a lot of guys that would do that. You and I, if they said, you're going to be the starting quarterback for Tennessee in 2024, we'd work hard, wouldn't we? This whole work hard and you're a good dude doesn't jive with me. No, I mean, mean, no, but it wasn't. Let me me tell you this. This is a shout out to Ernie Israel, who is still with us. He was our middle school gym coach. And he said, you can get a piece of paper and you can write two plus two equals five. And you can fill out the whole notebook and you can write two plus two equals five. I guess that was good effort, but two plus two still equals four. Joe Milton wasn't that level of bad of what you're talking about, though. Joe Milton equals five. He equaled five a lot. Okay, but Joe Milton was not. We're not talking like Jared Garantano in 2019. Okay, are we not? Are we not? 
we're not Dave. We're not. We all watched that. Now, to be fair, Joe Milton had better supporting support system with Josh Heifel than Garantano did. But we're not talking about that. We're not even talking. I mean, I'm sorry. I hate to bring it up again, and it may not be his fault. But we're not talking Crompton in 2008 either. Gary, um, I'm not blaming we're not, the entire season we're also, on Milton. Gary, I'm not. We're not talking Rick Paulson season. in 2005. Lord, I thought that. Okay, um, that's another. Uh, Gary, I'm not blaming the entire season on Milton. But I'm just telling you, the offense ran completely different because of his deficiencies, period. Also, okay, this is not Tennessee, but I'll tell you a quarterback who had success that people were still not going to miss when he was gone. Ready? Yeah. Chris Leak. Chris Leak won a national title, and Florida fans still were like, we can't wait to see what happens after he's gone because they knew who was waiting in the wings. It's a great comparison. Um, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a great comparison. And listen, I, d- I don't think Tennessee had an option. I'm not ripping Josh Heupel or Joe Milton. I just think it was the perfect scenario in which both players are players in this drama in which Heupel and Milton, they needed each other to get through a year. But do I think this is the long-term answer? Let me ask you this. You you already said something to the effect. If Joe Milton had another year of eligibility, how do you think spring practice would look? Joe Milton would have transferred if he had another year of eligibility because the reason he would have transferred is because Nico would have won the job. Hypo would not have wanted to go through this two years in a row. It was easy to go through this one year in a one year. Okay. okay. Then why didn't that happen in October? I'll give you September because he was light, but the guys put on 20 pounds. Why didn't that happen in October or November? You finish out the season with Joe Milton. There's nothing wrong with that. Why Why? not? You can go get blown out by, by Missouri anyway. They were they were going to get blown out by Missouri no matter what in that game. That wasn't Joe Milton's fault. I'm not uh, blaming it on Joe Milton, but a couple of different plays in the passing game changes things, guys. You I mean, finish the, you, you, what's wrong with finishing out the season when you know the result's going to be the same anyway with your six-year senior who stayed, who the team loves? You're not hurting anything for the future. Smoky Mountain Red said he limited us, uh, and we could have had the same production with Nico gaining experience. This gaining Other than, experience, no, 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 he's overrated. right. He's right. He's right. Other than saying September when you he was light, and you brought it up, so I dug around, and yes, he was still light, but and he was a little bit banged up if you remember at one point. I think it was a wrist injury. Other than that, yes, you could have got him more experience. He could have played more, and you'd feel better about going into this upcoming season. I'm not and, okay. Does this? I've watched enough college football over. I think. <laughs> I think. Travis says Caleb, the voice of reason. Is this the Twilight Zone? Dave, I think we are overrating in game experience. There, I said it. I've watched enough college football in my time, and I've got to say that in game experience that's meaningful, totally overrated. Jameis Winston won the Heisman without playing a snap of college football. Johnny Manziel won the Heisman without playing a, before in the first year he started. He had never played a snap of college football beforehand. And I'm sorry. I don't think in-game experience matters that much. I think experience on the practice field matters. But I think in-game experience... Well, he's had that, and I've been told he's 50-50. But that's how the snaps have been divvied up. And that gives you some insight into coaching right there because most coaches will split it 90-10 or 80-20 when there's a clear-cut starter. So that that tells you one of two things. Josh Heupel's getting ready for the future, or Josh Heupel thinks that the future may have come at some point in October if Joe Milton struggled more. I was told by somebody, again, with close ties to the program, they would have pulled the plug if it had gotten much worse. Now, that's not what I was told all year. I'm just passing along the information. They wanted Joe okay, Milton question to be then. Here's a weird. Here's a crazy question. Did doing the 50-50 
actually make things worse where either you pull the trigger, go with Nico to give him a hundred, or you just give Joe 75, 25. Did that hold Joe Milton back a little bit doing 50, 50? I guess, I guess you could make that. Because argument. I mean, how many, how many drops did we see from receivers this year that maybe they and Joe weren't on the same page? Could that have something to do with the fact that hypo was splitting yeah. reps? Yeah. Yeah. You saw a few drops because it was coming at them at 120 miles an hour. Well, yes, that, you did. You absolutely did. But I'm just saying, by the way, and so the question becomes on this, how do you think he's going to perform in the Senior Bowl? you think he's going to help or hurt himself in the Senior Bowl? Let me get bowl? to that. Sports treasures, you can probably, I would imagine, get autographed helmets there of Joe Milton if you would like. And they have great sports treasures that will hold their value better than that. I can promise you that. Uh, and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. Go to Facebook Sports Treasures TN. Follow them. Sports Treasures TN. Follow them. Over 5 million sports treasures how do i do uh, how do i think he'll do in the senior bowl when's the last time a quarterback's done great in the senior bowl i mean you only get to play a quarter so i think the practices beforehand will determine how he's viewed by nfl scouts and i think he'll wow people i think his play was so bad though during the season that instead of anthony richardson wowing himself into a first round pick i think that joe milton will wow himself into the draft because of his physical ability. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I could see that working out too. I, I, I agree with you to a certain degree on that. That's probably what is going to happen. I would like to point out, for those coming at me about in-game experience, guys, you don't realize how many national championship quarterbacks never started a game before, their se before the season they started, including T. Martin at Tennessee in 1998. Um, I don't think it mattered that he didn't play any meaningful snaps in 1997. And I would say the same. And, and do, uh, let me ask you this, Dave. Everybody's like, they'll get the in-game experience. Do you think Peyton Manning is any less good if he doesn't end up the starter in 94, if he redshirts in 94 as he planned to do? <laughs> no, but you're the second person in 24 hours to bring that up to me. You're talking about one of the most transcendental quarterbacks of our generation and one of the hardest workers right up there with Michael Jordan. So I think that needs to be Peyton Manning needs to be removed from this conversation. All okay. Together. What about now, five? If you want to say Casey, if you want to say Casey Clawson would not have been as, as ready his sophomore year because he didn't play his freshman year. I'll give you that. Well, no, I'm saying that they would have, I don't think it would have mattered. Honestly, I'm saying Casey Clawson was a darn good Bit better his second year because he made his first start midseason against Alabama. Okay, but what about again? But for your Casey Clawson, I can give you Greg McElroy. Never started a game and then won a national title at Alabama. I can also give you. Sorry, I was stuck in a car and heard a lot of McElroy yesterday on a podcast. I, I can also give you AJ McCarron. Never started a game, won back to back national titles. So anybody oh, wonder I, why Greg McElroy was so high on Hendon Hooker last year and has been so down on Joe Milton this year? Was it perhaps because he was doing a little bit of freelance work for, I don't know, a place called Omaha Productions last year, which is owned by, I don't know, a guy named Peyton Manning? 